I saw a post and it said strip clubs are looking for bouncers. It was like, what experience do you have? <laughs> I was <laughs> made me think. I was like, could I be a bouncer? No. No, I'm taking all tips. What? You trying, you trying See, to get in? Exactly. You're going to let the wrong person in and they're going to shoot up the club. Come on. Why you got to be so fucking negative? Damn. Just for the record, niggas will pay to shoot up the club. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Still. You might get shot in the process. You get shot walking down the street. You're right. <laughs> Shit, dang it. I'll, I'll be a bouncer. She ID. Ain't no different what I do at work now. It's slightly different. I just, want, I just want to stand outside the strip club. You don't have people like... It's way more likely that people will come to the club already fucked up than it is that they show up at your job fucked up. Nah. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe that at all. <laughs> Not way more. A tad bit more likely, but that shit still is a popular thing. Especially the time that you work. That's even more likely to happen. Niggas going to the club, hop right on the plane. Lord. But I say niggas be fucked up in the morning time. They be fresh off that shit. Really? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. At least niggas by the afternoon, niggas be coming down like they pretty much in hangover mode. I mean, I just want to stand out the club and say, the devil is not welcome here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me. I didn't expect that. I didn't. I should. I didn't expect. I didn't. And and you would say that shit every night. The devil is not welcome here. Yeah. You got to put emphasis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the right price. If you don't know that reference, get your life. Uh, yeah, except for the right price. Anyways, welcome to the What About Us podcast. I'm Joy. Let me figure out how much it cost, how much, what my price would be. <laughs> we was watching Startup. I don't know if you if you got this line, but he was like, yeah, I don't trust people who make a living off of security because it's going to be somebody that comes around with a with more money. And you be willing to, like, let everybody fall for the money. Oh, yeah. No, I, I definitely caught that. That's real shit. It, I never thought about it that way, but for real, for real. Like, for real. That's real shit. Yeah. At least, you know, it's like, you know, they, they there for the actual job, not just... Not to put down, like, bodyguards and shit. Like, because a lot of them... A lot of times when they be guarding, like, celebrities, they really, like, work for that one celebrity for, like, a long fucking time. Yeah, Like, I've heard about Julius forever. Who the fuck is Julius? Julius is Beyonce's uh, bodyguard. Like, I've heard the name Julius for years. It's not the Julius from uh, Everybody Hey Chris, Shut up. right? <laughs> Shut up. I don't even know what Julius that is because I never watched that show. Oh, uh, that, that nigga cheap as fuck. Wait, that was the dad? 
Yeah, His name I, was Julius? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Terry Crews. Anyways, um, what's the drink for tonight? You picked this. No, it's lemon on lemon. Lemon on lemon. You right, because I really don't taste the vodka. Fuck, it's going to be a night. <laughs> <We're> just... <laughs> I didn't uh, even say Okay so we're drinking a Kettle One Citron And a Lemonade So we made our whole little Hard lemonade over here And Call this a lemon square Lemon ah, square mm, mm. Let me see how my, my fingers don't line up right This. It's nobody's fingers ever line up right. You don't unless you overlap them. That's the only way you're gonna get a square. But did you know a square is technically a rectangle? Yeah, it's just deformed, or it's the (laughs) rectangular deformed square. When? No. Anyway. Make you think. No, it (laughs) didn't. No, it didn't. We said wait. I feel like because I was dumb. What? <laughs> that was profound. I mean, it's not deformed though. What? The square is perfect. <laughs> no, you know it's deformed. This. A fucking triangle is deformed. We still got ten percent left. It's not <laughs> ninety nine. <laughs> got ninety nine. Like, where's another ten percent? The fuck you doing? <laughs> Just chilling in the middle, just bouncing off the walls. Is uh, triangles are not ninety degree? Yes, it is. You might have one ninety degree uh, angle in a triangle, but it's only one. Well, all right, what was it? Thirty six, thirty six, thirty six. It can be. All right, that's the oh, that's the Wait, least something. Can it be? Because a triangle, the. God damn it. I feel like there's another fucking trivia question that I'm fucking answering right now. Oh my god. Um the angles in a triangle have to equal 180, I believe. That's 90 90 90. You cannot do that. Cuz that's, that's definitely not Exactly. 180. <laughs> 60 60 60. You can do that. It's still uneven. It can't. That's still triangles can be I mean, uneven. it's 20% walking around here ain't doing Triangle, shit. Triangles can be uneven. Okay. Anyways, all, apparently, all you know, me. I'm great at trigonometry. No, um, I'm not. I'm, yeah, my <laughs> shit stops at algebra at best. You didn't get to algebra 2? No, I did. But I. What was the highest math class you took in high school? Algebra 2. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. I didn't want. I didn't want. I didn't want shit else. Seriously. Yeah. And I was good at math. but I I took Algebra 2 in like the fucking 10th grade. I took Algebra And you're like, when it comes to like math shit, like adding, subtracting, all that shit, you're way better than me. I took Algebra 1 in 9th grade. I took Geometry in 10th grade. Oh, see, the way they had it set up at my school was Geometry slash Algebra 2. So that was, or was it Trig? Oh, wait. Am I lying? No, I took Algebra 2 in the 11th grade. No, I... So, it was... It was... Algebra, Geometry, Trig, slash Algebra 2, and then Calculus. Oh, yeah. See, I... I started losing motivation for math. 
Like, Motivation I, for math or school? Not math. Oh, okay. Well, maybe school period. <laughs> but no, it wasn't like that. Well, you know what? Nah. Because honestly, I was pretty much a recurrent honor student going. Oh, okay. Look at you. Like I said, I was always doing I mean, my he did shit. go to a business magnet high school. Yeah, it made me dumber. What? <laughs> what? A, lot, a lot of stupid niggas in that school. <laughs> I mean, I went to a medical magnet high school. Like, and it's a lot of stupid niggas in that, in, at your school. Yeah, mom. It, it, I'm not going to say they were stupid. Nah, I will. But they... <laughs> okay. But nah, I, I stopped. I didn't... I took geometry after, after algebra. Like I, I pretty much handled algebra pretty, pretty much, no problem. If you geometry, took algebra in the ninth grade, then you were on track to get to calculus. See, geometry. Well, we probably take some shit in summer school, right? No, I didn't go to summer school. Uh, what the fuck? Oh, never mind. Shit, look at you. I went to summer school for but, math, and, and no. you still didn't get to calculus. Did I you think, fail I had, a class? I had to make. I had to make up a class. Oh. I think I got a, I got a D in algebra too. Oh. Because so there I, you go. Yeah, I, I kind of, but I made it up and I probably could have. You were on track to get to calculus. And then like trick, and then, uh, not trick, not geometry. I ain't going to lie. My, I think I grew up having teachers that pulled me in that made me kind of want to. Try. Try. Uh-huh. And, and my algebra, too. my algebra teacher was cool. He made me want to try. Uh-huh. He talked shit to me. That's the thing that made me oh, want to try. Yep. See, that's why I talk shit to his ass because we don't need it no big me, heads around yeah, here. He made me want to try, and I'm like, all right, fuck you. You don't say I don't pay attention, but yeah, I had this, this old Asian dude. Oh shit, that is. I'm gonna say R.I.P., but I don't know if he actually gone or not. Wait, the nigga dude, was can old. I say? <laughs> The nigga was old. I oh, ain't fuck. I need to check on some of my high school teachers because them, them motherfuckers was old. He looked old, weak, fragile. Like, even that's... One of my teachers was teaching before I was born. You see you know what I'm saying? I'm sure he was what he was well into teaching before I was born. So, like I said, he and he, he looked like an old Asian dude. And, like, I couldn't... Under, that was the first time I really had a teacher I couldn't understand. Oh. And so I wasn't mature enough to handle that shit. So oh, you would have you would have been horrible in Mr. Mbada class. <laughs> I'ma tell you. When I was in the ninth grade, I took algebra at my high school. And this teacher, he was African. His name was Mr. Mbada. 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 Uh Mr. Mbada would spend the whole class time. On the 15-minute warm-up. I don't know how I went to the next class. Because he, I felt like he didn't teach shit. But he loved me. Because I was one of the very few people in the class that actually did the fucking homework. Oh, there you go. So. I couldn't even stand when he gave out homework. It was like, supposed to do aren't what? Aren't you supposed to get homework every day? Yeah, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> Niggas was just out there. I ain't gonna lie. For that class, niggas was just out there. Just showing like, up, that's it? Showing up. and like, hey, you did the homework? Did Let me see it real quick. Like, I don't know. I have no idea how I actually passed that class. Lord. And I think I got a B. Lord. I don't know how I passed that <laughs> class because 
At least I can take something from every class I've ever had. Uh-huh. I mean, I may not remember algebra too, but I mean, in detail, but you put a problem out there, I will eventually figure shit out. And be like, oh yeah, this, that, 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 that makes sense. Now I can, but geometry, yeah. hell nah. Shapes, all that, all that bullshit. I feel like that was not, I don't know, I mean, okay. I don't think I took math in, in when I was a senior, so. Oh, you didn't take a math class. Oh, but you had basketball and shit. I mean, I had classes and shit too, but I still took a math class. Like that shit was mandatory. Yeah, I, like I, there was no way. I don't remember taking a math class as a senior. Seriously? It makes me wonder what classes I did have. <laughs> right, you was you was coasting senior year. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was in fucking physics. <laughs> What the fuck did I do my senior year? Now think about it. Because basketball, Nothing. basketball, basketball, that was it. See, basketball was a spring sport. <laughs> so in the fall, you or not spring, shit. but winter. So like, you know. also oh, the fall, but by January you was probably like getting ready to be done. Yeah, so it was like going into like February, like end of February, unless we made like the playoffs and shit, and we didn't. Um. I should have I should have took a basketball class. I was one of them. Well, no, technically you were too, but it was basketball. I had to take PE my senior year. Oh yeah, I I was done with PE at the tenth tenth grade. Well, see the the thing was I took um fucking I was on the academic decathlon team, and that became my sixth period. So I essentially dropped PE to take academic decathlon to study for the competition. And so then I had to make up PE in my senior year. Oh yeah. Man. And you know me. I'm I'm <laughs> you had a, you had a, you had an easy time in my PE class cause at least with basketball, the chicks that were in my class, all they was doing was just walking and track and talking shit. No, like they I would, feel like they would do it. I feel play? like when I was in when I was a, I only had one semester of PE when I was a senior, but I feel like the teacher was like, "Nah, y'all think y'all about to coast in this motherfucking class just because y'all about to graduate? Hell no!" Nah. Uh, like she up. was making us run the miles and making us do all kind of bullshit, and I was not here for it because we all know that Joy is like the least athletic person yeah. ever. My basketball coach was my science teacher. <laughs> Wait, what? Is like they didn't have like a a PE teacher doing they did. basketball. Oh no, nah. he wasn't a coach. Seriously? Nah, I'm I'm actually glad. Oh, because at our school, the one of the PE teachers was the basketball coach. They had another coach <laughs> that came in, but he wasn't a teacher at all. Hey, I will say this. Our the the PE coach hooped with us maybe one or two times, and he I think he was just like I'm over this shit. <laughs> my oh. granted, my school wasn't like, you know, it wasn't a lot of like basketball. I like, I'll say, well, no, nah, that's that's the right thing to say. A lot of real basketball players. Yeah. I want to say it was a lot of niggas. Oh God! <laughs> like you know, you in your school, you know, you see niggas who like you feel like it's a fight every five seconds. Wait, what? It's a lot of black people in school. It is a lot of black people. Compared to I don't know what the... I mean, I know you, and I know your friends who went to the school, and all of them are black. 
So. And there you have it. <laughs> That's a class O three. <laughs> a couple I, others. I ain't never seen a yearbook. I ain't never seen none of the shit. I don't know where my yearbook is. Mine is over there in the um on the bookcase. He said this. Yeah, I want to see a year. I want to see what what the what the demographic of your school was. I mean, I know my school was like ninety percent black. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, but I think I think like that the coach the PE teacher might got there and played basketball with us once, and I don't think he was having it. He was like. Aw, <laughs> oh, damn. These motherfuckers is real. It's <laughs> real as high school students? Yeah, anything, you gotta think. Like, I said, one of was my men. Was he mate, white? Yeah. Oh, okay. My, even though my science teacher was white, too. <laughs> one of my men, you know, you already know. That, that nigga's an asshole, period. Like, I didn't like the nigga playing basketball. You think anybody else would? Your friend? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't like the nigga for a second when we started hooping against each other. But, but the coach, you... The coach was not, oh, man. I mean... That nigga probably got work from everybody. Anyways, moving on. Um, Guess the song. This week is R&B, so Lawrence is going to read the lyrics. I'm going to have to turn my head so he doesn't um, accuse me of cheating. Oh, yeah. Even though... I don't be cheating, guys. That's all right, guys. If she look, if anybody watch this stream on Instagram, if she looks to the right, we're going to assume she's cheating. How? How? Because. <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead. What's your song? What's the first one? Oh, yeah. Hopefully, I'll knock it out the park. Yeah, we'll see. Rolling down a, a lonely highway, asking God to please forgive me for messing up a blessing he... Gave me to see, I gave me, I see everything clear. Now the lights as black as black as ever been. Without my girl, I'm going to lose it. I pray that he sheds his grace on me. Uh, walked out of heaven. All right. Jagged edge. All right. No. I don't think I spelled jagged right. <laughs> You probably put Jagage. Jaggins. That was very anticlimactic, but um, I was trying to uh, sing the lyrics in my head to figure out what. I knew it was Jagged Edge, but I, I didn't know what song it was. I was, I was trying yeah, to sing yeah. it. So I see what I'm going to catch. Knock it out the power of joy. Knock it out. Um. <laughs> knock it out the you trying to hype yourself up? No. Please don't get me hype. <laughs> I'm hype. <laughs> you know I'll do it every I time. I know I gave you that. Every time. I gave you that. Alright, um Ladies, drama, leave it at home. If you ain't got it right by now, scratch him off. They just called me. Said it's about twenty strong. They standing at the door, don't wanna take a song. The ring let it go. About three months, about three months ago, the pain, the stressing, ain't let me in, ain't in me no more. The girl they, the girl that they say that they used to know, done changed. Now they saying miss before they reaching my name. 
Um... <laughs> That's uh, Kelly. You cheated. I did not. Roll the tape back. You'll see I was singing a song when you said ladies. Get the fuck out of here. That's like this. I had to see when I said ladies. That was the first word of the fucking song. Oh, no. Ladies, the drama, leave it at home. The right? ain't in there. Oh, drama. You My bad. Ladies, song, drama. You cheating. You, roll the tape back. You see. I ain't got time for that. Told y'all. Whatever. I don't even feel at home, but I keep my feelings low key, locking me out with no key. Oh shit! Okay, I just want to go. You want to leave? You want me to leave? I don't even feel no love. Mm -hmm. Only in between the sheets. Only time you notice me. When I make you feel right, you don't see what I see. Does it? That's it. Oh, I don't know that one. You know you you know that I know this song. I don't know, honestly. Oh, uh, you can you give me any more or say it again or uh, I don't. Fuck I don't. it, I'll give you the second verse, I guess. I'm always gonna answer your calls, talking about come and see me. I know we ain't even that deep. I'm still coming anyway. Maybe it'll change. I'm only worried about you. Worry about whatever you need. I'll always give it to you for free. And I know it, it ain't right. You don't see what I see. Uh, Shout Out of the Dark. Is it Monica? Nope. Oh. Uh. <laughs> um, Tierra Marie? No. Oh. I'm totally lost. I don't think I know this song. It's a, it's not an older song. It's a newer song. It's newer than Tierra Marie for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shit. You don't know Tierra Marie might have put out fucking new music or some right. shit. Yeah, Make know, her feel good, you, part two. You know Tierra Marie now. Has to pay fucking fifty cent thirty thousand dollars for what? Because he leaked her nudes and she sued him and he countersued. She lost and he won. How did she lose a fight like that? I don't did know. Did she send it to him? No, I don't think she did. <laughs> I don't think she sent it to <laughs> I mean, him. A lot of people like, where are these nudes at? He leaked them. They pro they on the internet. You probably could look them up. I don't want to look it up on there. <laughs> and then you just keep getting to your Marie news. <laughs> yeah, you just <laughs> taint my fucking laptop. <laughs> the Tierra Marie seems like oh no, she's full of drama, but she seems like a nice person. I don't know what you said. Per? I was like nice person. <laughs> <laughs> no, um. I don't have no, I don't, I have no idea. Uh, well, I'm not going to read the hook because I'm not even trying to go. But it's her. Oh, what song is that? Free. I don't know that song. Oh. Uh, if you would have said Damage, I would have been like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, is that an album cut? Yeah, I don't know. It, I, <laughs> I searched 
her? No, I searched top songs of 2017. Mm. Yeah. But I will say this. So her, I think what she did was she put out a bunch of mixtapes. And then her album was like 35 mixtapes put together. Maybe not 35, but her album has like like legit 30 songs on it. It's a lot. Uh, that's what niggas, niggas used to do that shit back in the day. Like you hear niggas dropping mixtapes and then it'd be like an album's coming out. But then some of their songs on the album be from the mixtape. But she pulled like a few mixtapes together and made an album. It's a lot. Cause I did it. I just, you know, you, when you go on like fucking Spotify, you can put a whole album on a playlist. And I was like, why is every song a her song? Like, cause it's that many songs on her her debut album. It's a lot of fucking songs. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I might have to go listen to this song now. Maybe. Um. <laughs> that was fun. I I got a few points and missed one. Boom. It's cool. Ain't always that easy. <laughs> it's not it ain't always easy being greasy. It's not always easy. And you know what also is not easy? Fucking adulting. Like, I wish I didn't have to do it. I wish that shit was as simple as it was when we were fucking kids. Um, but it's not. And they never really tell you, like, the ins and outs of, like, managing shit as an adult, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when you have a house. You don't have no landlord to call to fix shit when shit goes wrong. It's up to you to figure the shit out, right? Yeah. And a lot of shit arises that you never thought of. Yeah. Like. You bought that water heater? When we bought the fuck, like, I promise you, I never, I had moments where I felt like an adult, like a real life adult, and then we had to buy a fucking water heater, because the water heater went out, and I was like, oh no, bitch, you a grown, grown up, like, for real. <laughs> you can't think for an hour, for a good hour and a half, I was just sitting there like, man, we spent all this money on nothing even though it's not nothing. it's not nothing because when the shit water. when the shit goes out it's yeah. not nothing Hell yeah you gotta take cold showers and shit it ain't nothing that's not fun so yeah we're gonna we're gonna pay these hundreds of like, dollars that shit for felt, the water heater um that shit felt like uh like i know like i really lived the moment when on Step Brothers when they moved out <laughs> And Brendan ran out of toilet paper. He had to use a rug to wipe his ass. Oh, my God. He walked out out of whatever store that looked like Costco with the big honey pack of toilet tissue. He was like, yeah. That's what buying a water heater felt like. Yeah, like like, you made it as an adult. Like nobody could take that shit away from you. I mean, granted, I I mean, I wish like I want that money back. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That shit came at the most inopportune time. Inopportune but, time. But still, um, we, we, you know, you know, it was a, a small triumph or a big triumph, either how you look at it. Right. We made it through that adulting stage. Exactly. And, like, some things that nobody can, like, really prepare you for. Like, when your motherfucking gardener decides to up and quit 
and doesn't say shit to you about it. This motherfucker just stopped coming <laughs> and didn't say shit. He really did. He really did. It and like, so, he like. He a Hail Mary attempt with the cash app. And he, like, oh, that nigga didn't pay me. It ain't gonna work. <laughs> but, like, bro, you, you, you only worked half the fucking job. And then gonna send a cash app request. And then never say nothing else again. And then we had a fucking jungle growing in the backyard. That's true. Like, that was an, an adulting fucking moment. Like, how do we figure this out? The obvious answer is like, yeah, go out there and cut this shit yourself. Ooh. Well, uh, the yeah. obvious answer for you <laughs> was cut the shit yourself. Yeah, I mean, but then you still got to have access to a lawnmower. Yeah, like I said, I, it's funny. I wasn't even sure. I thought, I don't know, I thought the lawnmower we do have was actually operational. I didn't. <laughs> no, because I thought his was still back here. No, he took it. Nah, well, I hadn't been back there in a while, but at one uh, point it was two lawnmowers in the garage. Yeah, and, and I remember he picked it up. Yeah. No. Okay. Well. Yeah, or one of them he picked up. Yeah, but why? Like I said, I felt like one of one of one way or another, one of them motherfuckers was operational in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or there was some shit in there where you can, you know, at least make the line look serviceable. Even though it's like you get you get a, the grass a quick lineup, you know. <laughs> Rightable, yeah. So, like, going through the process of having to, like, try to find another fucking gardener. And the shit is just getting worse and worse and worse every... Like, I feel like you don't pay attention and then all of a sudden the grass is at your knees. Like, <laughs> I literally went out there because I, you know, with the cups, I take all the pictures myself I try to find good spots around the house, in the yard, in front, the neighbor's yard sometimes to, you know, get good pictures of what we can do um, to showcase my cups. Um, I was like traping, like, tra- is that traping? What the? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to say trifling. Not trifling, like when you when you like go on an expedition and you gotta like traverse, traverse. I was traversing through the fucking yard, have to high step to get through the weeds and shit. It was not fucking fun. That shit sounds weird. It was it 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 was a mess. Thank the Lord. After like fucking two months of not getting the yard cut. Because this motherfucker, like I said, just left without a word. So we were like, oh shit, is he coming next week? Is he coming next week? Is he coming this week? Maybe he'll come this week. Yeah, it's it's funny. I I grew up cutting the grass. And it's like, I I could just sit. I didn't even have to really look. I could sense the motherfucker. I didn't even look at the back. I saw the front. That was enough. Yeah. And I was just like, so you didn't see when it was at its 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 highest. I did. Oh, okay. I mean, I went back oh there no, couple, yeah, you had to go back there. Yeah, I went back there a couple times, but it was just like even before, even before I went back there, I just had a general idea how it looked, and I was like, and it was it wasn't pretty. Hang on, like it actually it was actually worse than what I thought. I was like, damn, this shit really. 
actually out here growing, growing. Like, I said, fuck. Definitely was. But, you know, shout outs to my wonderful husband. Figured that shit out. And now we have a gardener who, honestly, he's an older gentleman. So I feel like he gonna be about his shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the other gardener was a younger guy. They showed up like a nigga in the Source Awards. Like, <laughs> they were like four people cutting the line at one time. They like, just hop out the truck, unload everything. Like, they was done in like 15 they, minutes nigga, though. 15, yeah, they was done in like 15, 20 minutes. Like, all right, we out. Cash out. I said, for sure. This uh, older guy, I mean, there are some... You know, he, but you know that shit gonna get done right though. Exactly, he don't have cash app, but he gonna yeah. cut the lawn. And I just realized, you know, like that's like a adult ass fucking moment to like mitigate all of that shit and figure it out and make it work. Yeah. They'll tell you about this shit. They don't. When when you are a kid and you be like, man, I just want to be a grown up. <laughs> like mom should sit some kids down and be like, you know, when you're a grown up, you gotta take care of all this shit. Like shit break down, you the one gotta fix it. Yeah. Uh, this don't work, figure it out. Yeah. Uh, we ran out of toilet paper. Oh fuck, somebody gotta go to Costco or the grocery store or whatever. You know, like you never think about that shit, except for. That one episode of the Cosby Show. It kind of a little bit explains adulting. You're right. You seen it? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. So, um, on the Cosby Show, Theo, you know, he's like, "Bruh, I could be an adult. Like, I could, like, I could do it." So Cliff comes in and he's like, okay, cool. You're going to have a job. You're going to make so much money a month. And we're going to figure this shit out, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, you got a job. You got an apartment. How much money is that going to take to like, you, you got a job. It brings in X amount of dollars for the month. You have an apartment. You got to pay rent. How much money is that? Mind you, this is back in like 80s, early 90s. So it's like a couple hundred dollars for your apartment. Cool. Like, I'm good. I still got money to, you know, I still got money to play. And it was like, but you got to pay for utilities. Oh, okay, sure. You know, that's a little bit of money. All right. You you going to have a girlfriend, right? You're going to have to pay some money to, like, go out and shit, take care oh, of her. Oh, I do remember that. Was and he taking money out of her hand? Of he was hand? taking money out of his hand, yeah. And it was like, you know, you're you going to want some clothes every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Theo was like, here, put an extra on that because I need to look right. Yeah. And he, you know, pretty much got down to, like, I'm oversimplifying, but he got down to, like, $20 left. And he was like, yeah, I'm good. I got $20 left. Cliff was like, but your ass ain't ate yet. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) You haven't eaten. 
That's yeah. fucking adulting. Like, you gotta, like... That's true. You gotta, like, figure all this shit out. Nobody's yeah. gonna buy toothpaste for your ass. I mean, like, granted, you know, I reached a certain point where I was buying, like... Well, I've been buying my own clothes for a cool minute. You know, I mean, but, you know, when I got older out of high school... Mm-hmm. And it was, like... I said, I was all... I, I was... I was more so how niggas be on like fits and shit. Like, and that's I was, okay. I was always, you know, I, I, I say rather fitted a lot. That's fine. Like I said, I, I will now more so the basketball t-shirt type of dudes get get dressed when I want to. Yeah. But more times than often, like if I had a, if I had basketball shorts on, I had a dope ass shirt on or some shit or, yeah. you know, something different, try to you know stand out. You know, but I was spending my money on that shit. But at the time, you know, that's all I had to. It's all you had to on. do. Exactly. Now you, you know, got to keep the lights on. It was, like, it, was, <laughs> it was that and make sure my cell phone bill was paid. Can you, like, right. Wasn't it, wasn't it, a, like, thinking back, right? What you have to take care of or what we have to take care of now. Because you're not in it alone. Yeah. Like our situation, you're not in it alone. But what we have to take care of now, wasn't it? Like thinking back, it was amazing to only have to worry about like the only yeah. bill you had, the only thing you really had to pay was your fucking cell phone bill. Oh yeah, we we shit, we got one thing that's lingering over that we gotta get exactly. On. So it's like <laughs> now think about it. It's like, bruh, but I would I. Shh, if I only had to worry about my cell phone bill, yeah, bruh, living the life. And I, you know, I'm doing that off of just working, a, working like twenty to thirty hours at the park, right? And then more so closer to twenty, like you think you balling, and you know I'm, I still make money from uh, you know, playing playing the drums. I'm like, man, I'm good. I'm out here. I'm out here. Doing a damn thing. I told you this shit is dangerous. I'm already on cup number two. I was quietly making a lot of money. 75 a Sunday at one church. 50 at another. (laughs) That's a lot of... That was your play money. Yeah, I was like like 17. (laughs) It was like, I always had money. It was like, I was like, shit. Well, everything's your play money when you ain't really got bills. (laughs) Yeah, I said, look, I just gotta make sure I got some clothes after that. After that, we good. I can go go to the club. I spend this money. I'm gonna make this back tomorrow morning. Bruh, more of the story is if you got somebody, if you're younger and somebody's like, you know, paying the bills, enjoy that shit because one day it's gonna be all over and you're gonna be like, fuck. Like, it's all up to me, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure I live. Yeah. And living does include rent and utilities, but it also includes a lot more shit. And especially, like, when you're in a house, you ain't got no landlord, like, shit break, you gotta fix it. Shit don't go the way that you thought it was gonna go, you gotta rectify it. 
Like, the fucking grass didn't get cut for two and a half months. Now we got to pay somebody extra just to start just to at square up. one. Yeah, just to catch up. <laughs> like, bruh. The first, the first dude on the $200 was like, oh, I got to do this. Exactly. Well, it was it was it was a lot. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. <laughs> it was a lot. I ain't gonna lie. That shit was a pure come up. <laughs> it was a lot. Talking to the second dude, I'm sitting there like the first thing it was like, yeah, I'm need like close to two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. Second dude, I'm sitting there like, what you gonna say? And then I was like, he's like, yeah, just give me, just give me uh, nine bucks. I said, done. No what day? What day you wanna come? What, what, no what day? But I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. He didn't show up on the day that he said originally, and and I got, I I got a little sad. Like, oh fuck, we gonna have to find somebody else. Yeah, I will say when I talked to him, he like he like said he, he apologized. He's like, he like I I overworked myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I overworked myself leading up to the job, and I was like, he he like he knew it was a bigger job than the other ones. Right. I was like, okay. But he made up. He showed up. I didn't expect it. He showed, he showed but up. But he was right. Hey, look. Technically, he was, the day he showed up, he was like, I can do it now. If I had the money on me, I would have did it. Yeah. I, mean, I could have went and got it, but I, still. Still. Um, moving on. Adulting is hard. Um. Uh, what did, what did it say? The worst hood I ever lived in was adulthood. Oh, yeah. That shit's shit still banging on me to this day. Right. To this, and it ain't gonna stop. It ain't gonna stop. It ain't gonna stop. That shit's the biggest bully ever. Shit. Y'all worried about bloods and crips. I'm worried about adults. <laughs> um, but moving on. Um, so, uh, there's been... And a lot of times when there's drama... A lot of guys like to say that the women create the drama. But y'all motherfuckers got a lot of fucking drama too. Men. So this situation, all parties involved are men. Yeah. <laughs> and it's drama on drama on drama on drama. Do I necessarily feel like the drama is warranted? No. Um, but we're going to get into it. So, one of Lawrence's favorite podcasts, yeah. favorite podcast, is the All the Smoke podcast, hosted by Mr. Matt Barnes and Mr. Steven Jackson. Um, it is, they're both retired NBA players who pretty much talk a lot of real life shit, but they mostly focus on basketball. They have a lot of basketball um, people. Lot of, yeah, they, they've had a lot of basketball. NBA, they have a lot of NBA related uh, guests. Uh, NBA related. Well, just basketball because they've had like Jenny Buzz. She's not. I in, say NBA related. Oh, you're right. <laughs> but also WNBA too. A couple People? They had they had, a, they had a few. Um, they had a few. They, um, I mean, they could have more. Yeah, I mean, look, let, let, let them let them let live because because yeah, the future is still here. I mean, it's still I coming. will say, look, they're the the w, not to turn this into a topic, but the WNBA NBA players that they brought on, 
have been the like the of the legendary kind of yeah. You know, let like I feel like there's I mean, a lot of NBA. Also, there's a more WNBA, WNBA players today that's still writing their own story, making you know, not to not to be like let me make. No, let no, me, no, 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 no. You know I, I wasn't gonna. I was gonna have a little small point. They do have current NBA players that come on and talk, so they can have current WNBA players that come on and talk too. You know what I mean? Like they, they, a lot of people are still writing their but story. Also, but also, I will. This is another thing. Most of these NBA players that they have brought on, they've been more connected to. It's not more so. Oh, a random, okay, okay, okay. I get what you're saying. Everybody that like they, they have, have personal on, connections. Yeah, they, uh-huh. they've either played with or, like I said, their personal type. Like every NBA player that pretty much has been on the show. Either Matt Barnes or Steven Jackson has played with. Or Who played with Vince? Huh? Who played with Vince? Matt Barnes. On what team? See, you forget. I in I I forgot. <laughs> Vince Carter went to the Magic. To the Magic. Matt Barnes was on the Magic. Yes. I didn't. Know it was that. A, it, no, look, this is where I, I, and I forget about. I mean, it. we don't need the whole no, no, about, story. I but... don't know. This is simple. Yeah. Most basketball players or people that fought in they know this clip. Uh-huh. It's a clip where Matt Barnes is taking the ball out and Kobe is standing in front of him. Mm-hmm. And and Matt Barnes, it look from the angle, it looks like Matt Barnes throws the ball in his face trying to do like a fake. Mm-hmm. And Kobe just stands there and looks at him like, nigga, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. But the ball is like here. But according to like when Kobe was on the podcast with him, uh-huh. the Kobe was one of the earlier episodes. Yeah. They they talked about that. It was like it really wasn't. It didn't. It wasn't as bad as it the seemed. optics. It was just made it look worse. Yeah. And take that out to you. Oh my god. But either way, like I said, Matt Barnes and Vince Carter was on that team. Was on that team together, which like even I forgot that because I didn't realize even realize that. But either way, most of their Sorry. guests, they have. Uh, like I say, it's more a lot of personal ties, or like I say, it's team history type of thing. Won't he do it? I didn't even realize Matt Barnes played with Shaq on Phoenix. Won't he do it? Oh, Matt Barnes gets around. But earlier in his career, he was moving around a lot. He played on a lot of teams. I just he was on Sacramento. Yeah, he was on Sacramento too. I remember Sacramento and probably the Lakers, the Lakers and the Warriors. That's that's it. But you, I need he's been around. Yeah, I need he's been around, <laughs> on, around. on the team. But anyways, so this story is about all the smoke podcast. I will they say, had neither, oh go oh ahead. no, never mind. My boss said neither one of them played with Kwame Brown, but apparently Stephen Jackson played with Kwame Brown. Oh, but he wasn't on the show. Uh, they had an episode where they invited Mr. Gilbert Arenas on to the show, um, to talk and Gilbert Arenas played on the team with Kwame Brown and I felt, I mean, it might be a little more than I thought cause I, while Lawrence was watching it, I was in the room 
And I'm not even gonna lie, like I listen to some parts and then I I I zone out because I know about basketball because my husband is a fan. I'm not necessarily the biggest NBA fan, like, you know. Um so I thought that they talked about Kwame Brown for like a millisecond. I did definitely notice when they were talking about him being the number one draft pick and kind of Steven Jackson was kind of making a joke about him being the number one draft pick and not really living up to the expectations that you would have for someone who was the number one draft pick. Um, but I didn't feel like it went way further than that. Uh, apparently, Mr. Brown was offended by whatever the conversation was. And I do feel like I missed some of it. Nah, it, it, it. <laughs> Gilbert, Gilbert Arenas gave insight to the team that he the team ended up that, on. The team that he ended up, up on and like the mind frame of what was going on. Yeah. Like I say, Gilbert Arenas was new to the team. I that guess, Kwame was the one. That Kwame had, I think, I guess this is his second year. Uh-huh. Because Kwame got drafted playing with Michael Jordan, uh-huh. which allegedly was, like, why he played so bad because Michael Jordan was real tough on him. Talked a lot of shit to him. Okay. That, and that's where, you know, people say, like, yeah, Michael Jordan was the one that was like, yeah, he can't catch or... His hands are small. He can't, you know, like, he ain't good. But he also played in the era where, like, you know, like, nowadays, you watch, if you watch basketball, it's more small ball oriented. Yeah, yeah, Like, this is pretty much coming towards to the end of big man basketball. Right. Where you want to... Like Shaq's era. Like Shaq era, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So... I say Michael Jordan grew up with that, you know, and then they're tough on young guys. Like yeah, which I I feel like hasn't changed. Yeah, I feel like that has really. (laughs) I mean, it might got a little more friendly nowadays. A tiny bit. Nah, it's it's it's, yeah. You still you still giving them hard time, but ain't nobody out here like really being disrespectful. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Michael Jordan probably was disrespectful. But Michael Jordan was also, like, at the end of a very illustrious career to where he could afford to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody was going to bat an eye yeah. at all. So, anyways, uh, we still, we, 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 we got to... I know, I'm trying to okay. fast forward. So, fast forward, uh, Gilbert comes to the team, and I will say he set the... He painted a picture of... Why Kwame Brown, Kwame Brown felt the LA. way he felt, yeah, and was bad, like <laughs> okay. And I I understood it because I feel like Kwame Brown didn't really dispute anything Gilbert said. Honestly. Okay. Um. So when he, when Gilbert came and like you have you had another old vet on the team and it was like a team meeting it was like and they called team meeting so it's like hey and like Michael like basically saying this is the new era Michael Jordan's gone. Mm-hmm. It's us now, but he was like, if you average five points last season, don't come out here thinking you about to average 20. Right. That was Kwame Brown, pretty much. Oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I figured that the, from the conversation, 
But if that's what was said, that was what was said. And Gilbert was like, Gilbert was like, well, that settles that. Because he thought it was going to be like a battle. Because, you know, but it, then it, also it's still, a business. Like, it is a business. But also, it's still, like, my perspective is a little, I mean, maybe a little different because I don't play basketball. And, I mean, you do have to get people to give you the ball. But somebody could say that, sure. But if you out there balling, that shit goes out the window. True. That's, that's very true. But given 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 that statement right there, right? If you know you're a center of power forward, your 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 success pretty much depends on how often you get the ball. Unless yeah, but like, if you if you hot, they're gonna give you the ball you, more. You're not gonna be hot as a power forward or center. Oh, okay, well. <laughs> I mean, not, let me not say that. No, but, I mean, I don't know. But what I'm going to say is, if you're not one of those players that can score, like have direct skill of, let you, like, I pass you the ball, you turn around, take your man down, yeah. score on him. Like, it's more ways to score points than, than just that. Okay. So let's get to the drama. I was trying to. Oh, sorry. No, but like I said that, that but you mentioned Gilbert Arenas anyway, but I mean he was there, yeah. It also and then it was also something else that was said on the Genie Bus episode. Oh, what was said? But that that was the initial beginning of the drama. Oh, so what? Like, he didn't start going crazy after Gilbert Arenas, right? So what happened was on the Genie Bus episode, they was doing he was talking about Kobe and the history of the Lakers, like they when they started winning championships. Uh huh. And like I said, the Lakers once they went on that three P, the Lakers got bad for a second. Kobe went out here with just scoring points, just score points, going buck wild. Yeah. And then the Lakers made a trade for Paul Gasol. Uh huh. And Paul Gasol was on the Grizzlies, and that's how. Oh, they traded Paul. They or they got Paul. They got Paul. Lakers okay. got Paul from the Grizzlies. Okay. The Lakers had Kwame Brown on their team. Uh huh. So to get Paul Gasol, they initially traded a draft pick and Kwame Brown. Okay. That draft pick turned out to be Paul Gasol's brother, Mark Gasol. Uh huh. So, I if you watch basketball today, obviously you want to know who had a better career. Obviously, Mark Gasol. Mark, was, Mark is still playing. He's still playing. <laughs> And he's been, like you say, he's definitely been way better than Kwame Brown. Okay. So. Are they she, comparable, like, position-wise? Yeah, they're both big men. Okay. Like I say, you say center, power forward. Marcus is more of a center. Yeah. But still. So, uh, pretty much, uh, that was the trade. Mm-hmm. So, Jenny Buss was explaining, like, yeah, we got Pau Gasol, and we traded we traded uh, our a draft pick for 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 Pal Gasol. No, I'm sorry. We got Pal Gasol because we traded a draft pick for him. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, yeah. And then also said, oh yeah. And we also threw in Kwame Brown. And it was and then Matt Barnes tapped Steve Jackson like it was just Mark Gasol. Oh, okay. And that's what you know. Oh, that he did. Was he did one of these. Just like that. Like, hey, Mark Gasol. That's it. Oh, and then and then Stephen Jackson was like, he came out like, yeah, that was a one man trade, straight up. Mm-hmm. And then all he, 
He said, y'all say y'all gave up Kwame Brown, but it was basically a one-for-one trade. Yeah. As in, that nigga didn't even exist in a trade. I mean, but... the NBA world, basically all the NBA world felt that way, though. I mean, that that's my thing. Like, if if you if your numbers backed up your talk, then ain't nobody got nothing to say. Yeah. However, okay, no, let's get into actually what happened. So now the Genie Bus episode came out when? That came out probably it was probably recorded about a month before the Gilbert Arenas. Okay, so that was first, and then Gilbert Arenas. So a was month, recent. a month ago, it re- and then the, the re- Gilbert Arenas recently dropped. Right, so a month ago, and then Gilbert Arenas episode drops, and then like honestly, it was a little bit of poking fun, especially on uh, Stephen Jackson's part, because he was like, oh. Matt talking about Kwame Brown is like the hardest number one draft pick that ever happened ever in life. And Matt was like, I didn't say that. I didn't say that at all. I ain't never said that. You I didn't say that. I, I don't forgot, know what you're talking I about. I totally forgot about that. That's they, that's they, what I thought he had a problem with. They, they, was, they, <laughs> was, poke, they was poking at me. It nigga, was, it was a it. little like poking fun and shit. However, like, I, I didn't think, like, hey, for shows, that's not me. something, I that's mean, not. okay, I've, I'm going to fully, like, I've said this, I said this tonight, Lawrence is the basketball fan, I happen to see basketball related shit and basketball games because that's what the fuck he's watching at the time, I'm not necessarily an NBA fan, like, I'm not about to be Rooting for nobody unless we act the actual fucking game. Um, but I've heard the name Kwame Brown. I have not heard anything good about Kwame Brown. <laughs> like, I, it's, as far as I knew, it was always a joke <laughs> by everybody. Hey, you know what's funny? I asked one of my coworkers, have you been following this Kwame Brown shit? And he was like, yeah, that shit crazy. And I was like, I think I forgot when he got drafted. I know he got drafted like when like NBA 2K first started dropping. Uh-huh. So I think it was like the 01 team or like 2000. He was like 01 probably. And so he played with the Wizards and like the Wizards was trash. Oh. Okay. And I told, I told him, I was like, man, I said, yeah, Kwame Brown was horrible. <laughs> he was like, he said, I said, you know how he, I, it was like you know how like nowadays it's like four guard lineups in the center or playing small ball. I said yeah, I was doing that back in two thousand one because I took all I took Kwame Brown out at the beginning of the game. Oh shit! <laughs> nigga, yeah, it was four guards and Michael Jordan in center. <laughs> <laughs> so like I've never heard good things about Kwame Brown. It's always been like a fucking running joke every time I heard his name. I didn't know what he looked like or nothing. So after. This Gilbert Arenas episode comes out. Um, Kwame was a bust. That's what a lot of people say. Um, After the Gilbert Arenas episode comes out, Kwame has a lot to say. A lot. He is recording multiple videos talking shit. Man, you that nigga. Talking a lot of shit. 
he he is talking about how you know the business behind why he was the number one draft pick, um, which that didn't kind of make sense to me. I know some. I well to you. To me, to me, some of it. I will say this: Kwame Brown was dropping a little. It seemed like he was dropping some insights, some facts. He was saying like he got drafted. He got drafted. He said he got drafted by the Wizards to to trade trade, to get traded for Elton Brand, or basically a top one of the top players in the league at the time, basically. Okay. And so the shit ended up not happening. He also told the story. Saying like leading up to his draft, his storytelling is not that great. It's not. That's, <laughs> you have it's like you have to sit here, and dive in, and dive out, and try to pick the words out, make sense. His storytelling like, is horrible. But the nigga said, like, he if, got you're, to if a, you're trying to like parlay this into a podcast, we need a little bit of media training. Oh uh, yeah, like. <laughs> But he, he told the story talking about he got into a fight or some shit and he broke he broke he broke a few bones in his hand and like I don't know if it was shoot I can't remember if he said shooting hand or whatever but he never really recovered from it which also added to the pressure talking about that's why he was so bad and shit and I was like okay that might be true but niggas break their hand every day b. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, I didn't know. I, I didn't know how it was coming, but I knew it was coming. I was like, I, I don't. Fucking Shaq played in a fucking game with a broken pinky. You know how many bones Kobe broke? Like, bro, that that should be an excuse for regular fucking people, but yeah. I'm like, Steph, bro. His storytelling needs a roadmap. <laughs> You're not wrong. At all, <laughs> at all, like, bruh, I'm, I'm gonna say one of the, one of his rants. Lawrence watched almost the whole thing, and I was like, I'm done. I'm tired. I don't give a fuck. Like, uh, no. <laughs> it was like I was watching. I, I mean, but I think it was like thirty minutes long, or like it might be longer than that. She was like, no, it, it was, was an, an hour. hour. It was it an, was hour. an hour. hour. The first one. It was an yeah, hour. That shit was an hour. And so after like 20, 30 minutes, at this point, I'm sitting there like. He okay. was on his phone watching something else. I would decipher. <laughs> I'm listening and deciphering, deciphering what he's trying to get to. And then the last 30 minutes, I'm like, I'm just praying this nigga just come out and just start saying like five word sentences. Like getting to the point. Like, he never did. Um, But. He he was very offended by whatever he felt like, and I told this, I told Lawrence this while we were watching it because Lawrence was like, they said his name like one time, like they mentioned him once. What is he so mad about? I said this shit sounds like it's been brewing for a minute. Now, um, he feels like they've mentioned his name multiple times. I don't really watch all the smoke like that, so I can't tell you exactly when. But this feels like, oh, now y'all didn't, like, broke the camel's back. Um, He, like, pretty much in between all the bad storytelling, like, layers it with a shitload of insults. (laughs) Shitload of insults. He implies that the guys pay money to sleep with women. And he doesn't have to because what did he say? 
He said uh, girls like him for his mama's recipes. Yeah, yeah, mama's cooking and mama's I don't recipes. understand this. I don't get the reference. Whatever you're talking about, that sounds weird. Um, <laughs> they just try to find he out. Call, he recipe. called Matt Barnes Becky with the good hair. Not gonna lie, when he first said it, it, it kind of took me out for a sec. <laughs> I'm I, not it, gonna it lie. Was, it was kind of funny because it was like. <laughs> It, 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 it kind of was. But I feel like what was said did not warrant the response. Yeah, like you, like you're out here, <laughs> like they're not, they're out here attacking, they're not even attacking, they're just saying what. Oh, he said Ben Wallace grabbed 22 rebounds while wearing a cast on one hand. <laughs> <laughs> that is total facts. <laughs> This <laughs> couldn't do shit with it. Had a fucking cast on him. That is total fucking. He's about to be in the Hall of Fame. Sure. Also, Kwame said he was in the Hall of Fame, and Lawrence was like, "The Hall of Fame of what? Yeah, that, that, <laughs> the Hall of Fame of action figures? I don't know, because he mentioned his action figure multiple times, like." I stopped paying that shit until he started. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? You like, in the Hall of Fame for worst busts. Like, <laughs> like worst like, draft picks. You in there with Michael Allen, Candy, Anthony Bennett. All who? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm worst. just saying, like, I felt like the response didn't war- wasn't warranted based on what was said. However, I do also feel like Kwame has been hearing the jokes for years and yeah. they got the brunt of years worth of yeah. shit. That's, that's what I feel like. So Kwame put out what a couple videos of him in the office with a Yeti mic, smoking hookah, him in the car. Maybe smoking hookah. Was he smoking hookah in the car? I'm not um, doing too much. <laughs> You got a fucking problem. You got to drag that shit to the car. Um, what Steven Jackson put out a video that was like, hey, meant no disrespect, uh, but however, we're not going to have you on the podcast. I'm not trying to give you no light, no shine. You're not about to use our platform to talk shit about us. Uh, have a good day, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> um, Matt Barnes was like, "Bruh, I didn't say shit about you. I don't know what your fucking problem is. Um, yeah, we're gonna keep doing what we're doing. Hope for the best for you." <laughs> he did. He said, "Don't be mad at us." Be mad at Michael Jordan for believing it. <laughs> Wait, I was that wasn't even the one I was talking oh. about. I was talking about the first one. He was, when he was just like, you know, I don't know what I did for you to be so upset. Like, cause Matt Barnes put out two, right? Yeah, that was the first one. The first one was like, I don't know what I did. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know why you're upset. I didn't think I said anything about you. Okay, and then Kwame went in, called him Becky with the good hair, and then Matt Barnes was like, bruh, I barely know who the fuck you are. 
Um, don't come at me like that. You have a good day. Don't be mad at me. Be mad at the people that picked your ass fucking first and you had all this pressure and you couldn't live up to it. I'm sorry. Like, that shit. But come come on the show. He did no, say I mean, no. Hey, he bitch, did. That he said. He said. He said. Come, come on the show. But it it, it felt he like he said come on the show. But it felt like don't come on the show. No, he didn't. No, he didn't say that then. No. Oh, that's what I'm saying. That was the second. It was one. three videos. No, no it was two. two videos. He didn't say that then. That's what I'm no, saying. No, yeah, the first video he, he was ended, like, I don't know what I said. That's what I'm saying. That's what he ended with. Be mad at Michael Jordan for believing. Oh, that was the first video. That was the first video. The se- I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about the second yeah, video. Yeah, the second video. When he was like, uh, almost like, I'm cool with you, but it's on site if I see your motherfucking ass. Yeah, no, nah, that, nah, see, that's, you're adding to it. I felt like it could have been, because you know, Matt Barnes is he, crazy. He is, but you add, you adding to it. But I will say Oh, this. I have a story about Matt Barnes later. I'm going to tell you. But, yeah, he had to, but see, the thing was, Matt Barnes was just like, look. He meant the Hall of Shame. Oh, shit. He's in there with Greg Oden. Oh, yeah. Greg Oden had a better career than him. Oh, fuck. But, nah, Matt Barnes on that second one, he was like, look, man. Your cries for attention, which well, that's what I felt like it was the whole time. I did time. too. I did too. You're just trying to get noticed. Like I said, he bought a fucking Yeti mic, which all the all the podcasters have Yeti mics or Sure mics. Let me like, whatever we want to buy. Like you, you went out and bought this mic to do this to do this right now because you're trying to set yourself up to have a podcast in a minute. All right, well, whatever. I don't give a fuck what he bought. Your nigga oh was still god. trying to, huh? I said, "Oh my god." Oh, uh, but no, nah, nigga was trying to get attention, pretty much. And like I said, I felt like uh, I told him like, "Look, your cries for attention. You know, you out here talking, dropping these videos left and right. Like, you go, all right, all right, fine. You know, come on the show. I don't feel." I don't feel like, you know, they need him on the show. He ain't fucking, like, he ain't going to boost ratings. He might, he he was like, look, the media won't drama. They don't love you. They don't love me. They love drama. And that nigga ain't never lied on that shit. They ain't never lied. That's all, that's the only reason I'm even tuning into the shit now. I'm tuning into this nigga, just listen to this nigga talk. Like, am I going to listen to a Kwame Brown podcast when it's all said and done? I might listen to one to see what the nigga talking about. But other than that, like, the nigga ain't what kind of shit, what kind of shit he going to be on? Like, I feel like the nigga was, when he was talking, like, in between talking shit, he was talking, he was probably being real, talking some real shit. Talking some real shit nonetheless. Uh, for sure. Yeah, he was talking some real shit nonetheless, but still, it was all, I feel like it was all cry for attention. Like, the nigga was doing too much, but Matt Barnes told him, like, hey, look, you wanted all this attention? Fine. You can have this attention. You know, come through. Be on the shit. Tell, talk, talk your shit man to man. 
Which I feel like was probably the perfect, the perfect shit. Like, I felt like he didn't really mean that though. No, I feel like he totally meant that. What? Don't say no. Like a nigga ain't gonna say say this shit man to man and don't mean it. No, 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 not man to man. But I mean, come on the show. No, because he said it, and then all the, all the offensive shit came after that. No, he's well. He, I'm a court. Why not jab this nigga? That's what I'm saying. I felt like it was like, yeah, come on the show, you bitch ass pussy. Like, (laughs) you throwing extras in there. I felt like it was like, come on the show, but don't really come on the show. No, you throwing extras in there. That was my. That's my opinion. I know, but I'm telling like like niggas ain't gonna do do that shit. Like, come on the show. Like, nah, I don't really want you to come. Like, nah, you telling you telling nigga to pull up. Like, pretty much. You right. You tell a nigga pull up. You like and he's like, look, you can bring your hookah, bring bring the front That's seat. Like, I felt like that was jabs. It was. <laughs> nigga, bring the front front seat of the car. You the, always sit yeah, in the, the front seat of your that, truck. You always that, in. That was jabs. It was. I I really felt like it was like it was. Yeah, def- come come it, on the show and we gonna roast your ass. It was definitely jabs, but I mean, let come on the show nonetheless. Like. We going to have this talk face to face. Like, let's do it. All right. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, you like, we going to have this talk face to face. Let's do it. Like, I feel like, I'm like, well, okay, good. Like, this is the shit that probably needs to happen. And, like, even if, if he I comes like on the show. I feel like it doesn't. No, let it happen. And then Matt's Barnes, like, like, if we got a box. <laughs> then fuck it, we can box before, after, whatever. I'm with the shit, like, but he was like, then he, he stuck up for Stephen A. He was like, you out here talking shit to Stephen A. Like, trying to talking about the sauce of them. Like, don't bring that shit over. Don't take that shit to him. You can bring that shit over here. I mean, see, I Stephen A. Does get a lot of shit. However, Stephen A. Is a very accomplished and respected sports fucking reporter like yeah people don't like what he says but you can't like i i do feel like there are a few people in the realm of like sports reporting that garner respect yeah Stephen a is one of them yeah like he's dedicated his whole fucking life to does he say some shit that a lot of people don't agree with sometimes? Of course. Well, especially with Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown feel like... <laughs> Kwame Brown felt like he built a career talking up, talking about him. I don't think I've ever heard him talk about Kwame Brown. And uh, there's it, some clips out there where he'd he be like talking like mad shit. But, but he it's nothing... Like, is that, is, well, it's, it's nothing a little, that hasn't been said by anybody It's a else. little different because Stephen A. has never played in the NBA. But is that any different from fucking Shaq and the Fool? I feel like Shaq and the Fool is worse. Like, here's all your problems. We're going to highlight this shit. Mm-hmm. You're going to, like, the, the campaign... I'm not gonna say it was it wasn't warranted because it definitely was warranted. But the campaign that Shaq and the Fool went on against JaVel McGee, you gonna tell me Kwame Brown had it worse from Stephen A? No. 
I don't know. I I would I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say yes or no. But I have <laughs> Javel was on there like every fucking week. That's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna say yes or no because I don't I don't know the extent, but I will say this. You know I'll be on YouTube a lot. Yeah, you you do way more than I me. have seen, and I I grant I never watched this shit because not worth. I feel like it's not worth <laughs> my time. But I have seen videos pop here, up. Here you go, your Kwame bashing. <laughs> he gonna come for your ass next. Give a fuck. <laughs> now I will say this. I will say this. He in in the whole however many minutes that I watched of him. Talking about how he started in the free lunch program and now he has an action figure. The one thing that I definitely agree with him on was the fact that if you make it to the NBA, that's a fucking accomplishment. Whether or not you become this big ass fucking star or not, you make it to the NBA, that's a fucking accomplishment. And... That should be appreciated. I that is actually that every I think every NBA player feels that way. Yeah. Now once you're there. No, I mean because you you have because there's a lot of vetting that goes into yeah. people choosing you to be on the team. Yeah. So if you make it past all of that process. Yes, that is a definite fucking accomplishment that I will say with all absolute uh, certainty that I will never make it, you know? So, like, I can appreciate that. However, a lot of the shit that he said in in the hour long, the one video, I ain't watched multiple videos of him because I feel like he's he's trying to use drama to set himself up for some other shit. And I don't necessarily vibe with that shit. However, that's the one thing in the one video that I saw from him that I was like, I agree. Like, look, a lot of the other shit, eh, miss me. Kwame got drafted based on his physical abilities and his height. A lot of people do. Yeah, but I mean, that, was, so, you, that was solely it. You also have people that come in, like, we. I have not been shy about the fact that I don't care for LeBron James. He got drafted on his physical ability and I believe the hype. No, that nigga. LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James, that you cannot put Kwame Brown. No, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm saying, no, 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 no. I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying you got one number one draft pick against another number one draft pick. You still, because this, this is what we hear Every fucking draft. When they draft... Because they, they don't draft 30-year-olds. They draft high school kids. Well, now they draft... College kids. Or uh, overseas kids. But it's like... Can they live up to... NBA is a total different level. Can they transcend can they move up to that level even with LeBron but see that's the thing nobody said that about Kwame oh fuck nobody said that about Kwame <laughs> Brown that was not ever a question about him 
That was oh, never shit. a question. Oh shit. Okay, then okay, I rescind it. That's I, what I'm saying. Because I, I, I feel like even with um like the Ball Brothers, they said that shit about them. Like, can they live up to it? Yeah, they was actually can good. they can they come in and do some shit? You know, like we know they can do some shit in college, but college and NBA is a whole different ball game. Will the pressure hit? Blah blah blah. Yeah, that, yada yada yada. From any other college player it, coming up. That's what I'm saying. So it's I feel like it's even worse back in the day when they was coming out of high school. These are kids. These are kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean pressure is pressure. Yeah. So you make it when you when you like it's not quite apples to apples, but it kind of is in the basic sense apples to apples. Like you got first draft, like first first number one draft pick against number one draft pick, like one person has made an international all of uh, like whole. It's not even like can't compare him to almost anybody else. Name for themselves, and the other person is like, "You are the greatest flop that has ever flopped ever in flopping history." And now, yeah, I mean, you, you I, I wouldn't want to be known as the greatest flop ever. He ain't got no choice. <laughs> but that's what it is. He's the greatest flop, but he's up there. Yeah. So, he's up there, like, top five greatest, worst draft picks ever. So, I mean, hopefully, I really don't want to hear nothing else he has to say. But anyways, I was going to tell you, like, the response to, you know, Matt Barnes' invitation... Oh, yeah. To the show. And so that nigga was like, oh, now you want me on the show and shit. Okay. Miss me. Sorry. Yeah, like, the nigga was like, he would, but this one, he went, like, he spent the whole, like, 20 minutes just going solely at Matt Barnes. Like, he was talking about, he like, Talking about you're not gonna dictate what I want to do. You know I asked to come on the show. Exactly. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. You can't say you're gonna dictate what I'm about to do when I asked to be on the show and that you invited me on the show. Fuck, like you sound fucking stupid. That look (laughs) all together. Like I said, he he look. He was like, Nah, hell no, I ain't coming on your fucking shit. Fuck y'all. But he was like, the thing was, like, <laughs> Matt Barnes ain't asking him to come on the show because he necessarily wants you on the show. Exactly. At this point, he was like, look, he said it at the end of his, his video, like, look, let's just do this shit, shake hands like gentlemen, be about our business, get on. Yeah. Like, that's the type of shit he was on, like, you know, because Quan Brown stayed talking shit, talking about, talking about, you know, you guys tear down black men, which... I ain't seen the episode that they've done that period. Well, I mean, it, um, mm, see, it's in context, right? If you talk shit about a basketball player and the, I'm just making this number up, but 85% of the NBA basketball players are black. Nine times out of ten, the person you're talking about is black. So one could 
make the jump. It's a leap. It's a, a leap. They're stupid as fuck. It's a leap. But one can say, oh, you want to tear down the men, tear that's down black men. It, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying that's what they're doing. I'm just saying the NBA is mostly comprised of black men. Okay. So I, uh, you're taking something that I probably, like, like they, I'm not going to say they don't talk shit about basketball players because they do. Okay. They talk shit about him. Um, <laughs> but it's statistically more probable that they're going to talk shit about a black man than a white man when it comes to the NBA. I'm not taking his side about it or nothing. I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's what it is. Yeah, but if you have a whole class full of black men and one white person and you start talking shit about somebody, it's going to most likely be a black see, person. It's not that they're targeting. They're not targeting black men. Okay, that's what I'm I, I saying. Mean, okay, I get I, I, right, good. I'm glad you said that because, like, I understand what you're saying, but, like, sometimes fuck a statistic. Like, if we're not talk, if we're not attacking you, if personally, personally, and you know niggas have a job to do, like, and their job is to talk about your game or how you how you perform in this span of time or just recently, they're just doing their job. It's gotta be like he tried his best, but look, he missed this <laughs> shot, he missed this shot, but, he missed that shot. But at the same time, this is this is like. A lot of people don't like the criticism. This is the this is the fucking shit you signed up for. Exactly. However, this like it's they have at least in this instance he had to come at it from a different angle because what do they say about Stephen A. Max? Uh, fucking Skip. Y'all never played the game. You have no right to like critique me because you don't know what it's like to be in the game. Now you have this podcast with people who played the game. You can't, you don't, that argument doesn't, doesn't work. Because at least in like that episode, Matt, Steven, and Gilbert all been in the NBA. So you can't be like, Y'all ain't never played the game. You don't have no leg to stand on. Now you got to come at it from a different angle. Oh, you want to tear the black man down. But see, that just goes back to your saying. But if you're saying that, if he's saying that about him solely, all right. I say you still sound stupid as fuck. Right. I'm not saying it sounds logical. You don't agree with it. They're not doing that. They're just describing what your career was at a certain point in time. And that was it. But you know, people are taking Kwame's side on it. Some people are taking Kwame's side on it. I've seen, I've seen a post that was like, this is why you should let sleeping dogs lie. You're going to wake the wake the beast. I mean, and I was look, like, I, I, I can't. I can't. Because I felt like he wasn't... Like I feel like Kwame Brown jokes have been going on for years. Yes. And they didn't necessarily now take out because in all honesty, I don't necessarily like what I've heard about Matt Barnes, how I feel about some of the shit that Matt Barnes has done. 
I don't necessarily vibe with Matt Barnes all the way like that. What I've heard about Steven Jackson, well, some of the shit he's done, I don't necessarily vibe all the way with him. What I've heard about fucking Gilbert Arenas and the shit that he's done, like, I don't vibe with these guys all the way like that. Um, especially in terms of, like, goings on with their baby mamas because they all got shit going on with their baby mamas. Nobody's got shit going on. Who gives a fuck? Like, I don't give a fuck. But, I still was like, nah, I don't think, like, you came out the woodworks on three guys that said something about you when a thousand people been making jokes about your career for the last decade. Even in, like, elementary school, junior high school, you poke the wrong retarded kid, he gonna get up and fight. (laughs) Like straight up, like I was gonna say that shit on Facebook. I didn't, I didn't feel like I didn't feel like argue, like going back and forth with anybody. Lord, or being like you know you just choosing these niggas. Like no, you poked the wrong the wrong retarded kid for, for the conversation that you didn't think you had a whole lot to talk about. We've been here for an hour. It ain't just me. <laughs> no, no, you right. <laughs> I was about to say it ain't just me talking. You right. I mean, I was trying to get to the point of where, like, where the where the shit was heading. So where is it now? Anything happened now? Well, I haven't heard. I don't. I don't know if Matt Barnes responded to this thing. Uh, response to, to hopefully the not. Hopefully, it just fucking dies. I do too because, like I said, like Matt Barnes, like, look, man, you out here talking shit. Look, you, I, you've grown like you've grown <laughs> a. You added like thirty thousand followers to your shit or whatever, which I I felt like was the whole point. Yeah, so I like, I really felt because I even pointed like it it might seem like a jab when I was talking about Yeti mics and shit, but I felt like that was the shit. Like that was the point. Oh, they said my name. Let me like yeah, like someone put capitalize. A someone put a battery in bed. Like hey, you should use this. Yeah. And like I'm look like I'm not totally against Kwame Brown, straight up. Right. I, Am I gonna like, listen to the podcast? Hell no. No, nah, I ain't look. It depends on what type of shit he on. Like if he's gonna sit here like like he dropped a few more like episodes. Like, you ain't seen heard the one he was talking shit about no, Stephen A. He was talking about you know, talking about like fighting Stephen A. That's why Matt Barnes responded like bro you you want to fight Stephen A for fucking what exactly so yeah, that's, what, that's what I said earlier it's like he feel like Stephen A made a career talking shit about him Stephen A Stephen A that's, made a career of talking shit about a lot of people also part of his career was giving praises to a lot of people also part of his career like his career is hey, not look. just about fucking... Qu- I don't even... Like, I've seen in my lifetime, and I will say this, <laughs> all of the clips that I've ever seen about Stephen A is been with your ass. <laughs> like, I've never seen nothing about Stephen A before we got together. I've seen a lot of shit about Stephen A or what he said. I don't think I've ever heard him talk about Kwame Brown. Like, his career is not built off of him. I'm going to give him 1% of everything I've ever watched. That feels like a lot. (laughs) 
that feels like a Not lie. A, that's a strong one. For right. Like, like as much first, as much first take as you have watched with Skip, with Max, with Molly, with Carrie, with everybody. Like, bruh, like, I don't feel like I've ever heard your name. Like, you're reaching. That's a reach. Anyway, like, he, look, he was like, he, he addressed that shit. He was like, look, I wish I could. Like I said, he wanted, he wanted, like, a song. That's why Matt Barr was like, look, you talking shit to a 60-year-old man, like, don't bring that shit to him. You bring that shit to me. I'm with the shit. Well, no, she yeah. Matt, Matt Barnes is with all... I mean, I was about to say he's with all the smoke. But of course he is. That's why they named the fucking podcast but, All the Smoke. But, like, bruh, really? But, you want to fight Stephen A? Like, but look, Stephen A said, at this point, I got more money than you. Probably so. I don't need to. And, like, Stephen, <laughs> Stephen A will address a motherfucker, like, no problem. But I feel like even he Stephen will A was address, like... Stephen A will address them from his Disney studio. What? Stephen A works for ESPN. No, he would address the nigga on Instagram. You right. That's what I'm saying. If it was that, if it was that bad, like... But, like, I don't feel like Stephen A feel... He don't even feel like it's worth his time with fucking response to I know he hurt seeing this shit. Yeah. Even, like, like, Shannon A and Skip talked about... The Kwame Brown shit a little bit. Really? Yeah, and that was like... With or without the Hennessy bottles? <laughs> anyway, They get ratch on that show. You know, they even, they even they address it a little bit. But like I said, I feel like Kwame Brown does have some shit he want to say. And he it's does. not and it's not all bullshit. Like, a he, lot like, of it is bullshit, though. No, no. I'm not talking about... The drama with Stephen A. And, I mean, oh, Steve, okay. I'm saying he has other shit apart from, you know. And he's using this to launch that. Yeah, because like, like, like I said, he's been dropping clips. Dropping little clips talking about other shit out there that had nothing to do with them. Okay. Like I said, he, like I said, he growing, like, he's growing. Now, do like, I wish, I, I do kind of want this shit to... I, I, I want to see them, like, go ahead and talk it out. Yeah, it ain't even got to be on no, uh, like, you don't go, don't go on all the smoke. Don't even go on, like, don't go on this shit. Both of y'all just started Instagram Live and just talk y'all shit. Mm. Ain't nobody getting paid off of that shit. Well, maybe Instagram. Uh, or, you know, do some shit like that. Like, like you feel like niggas trying to grow up, like, that nigga's already been made a name for himself more than what he actually deserves. But I told you, know, you gonna come for your ass next. Whatever. <laughs> niggas, like I said niggas sound stupid as fuck to me. So anyways, I I wanna move on because uh this whole episode is not about to be about fucking Kwame Brown. Alright uh, I was I'm trying, I'm trying to you kept harping on shit. Okay. Um uh, so I feel like we talked about this before, but I'm not sure. Um, again, we are in the great plate debate. Uh, seen this post going around on a number of social media websites. 
Somebody posted, if I come to your house and you serve me food on a paper plate, I'm not coming back. And again, it sparked the plate debate of, is it disrespectful to serve people food on paper plates at your house? Your your thoughts? Man, if I yell for paper plate, you yell for paper plate. Bruh. You go in there and wash dishes? That, I literally, in my notes, I wrote down, who gonna wash these dishes? Like, if you are signing up for dish duty, fine. We can pull out the fucking fine china. Um, But (laughs) in in the grand scheme of things, real plates are for the people who fucking live here. (laughs) That's how I feel. Like, no. You get a section with cups from time to time. But now we live in a red cup community. <laughs> We've been living in the red cup community. But like real like you you not only want me to prepare the food that you're gonna eat, but also be responsible for the cleanup of plates after you leave here. Um I'm more honestly, if I go to someone else's house I'm more concerned with the quality and the preparation of the food than I am on the fucking plate. Like, you could... you. I don't give a fuck if it's a plastic plate, styrofoam plate, paper plate, as long as the food is good. And if you got a problem with me serving you food on a paper plate, like, don't come back. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. As a matter of fact, with the husband that I have, you lucky you got food in the first place. (laughs) Don't make me look like an asshole. You literally said you don't like when I feed other people. <laughs> you said this before. You've literally said this before. I didn't make this up. No? You gonna act like I made it up? Oh, he's gonna drink his drink. You were saying... I was saying that you said you didn't like when I fed people when they came to the house. (laughs) No, I mean, like, not even, okay, take it back. Not even just with Lawrence, but, like, if you come to my house and not necessarily, like, a function. If there's a function at our house, like a barbecue or a holiday or something. Of course, food is going to be a part of the shit, right? Like, we're going to feed people. But if you just, like, come to hang out at our house, a small fucking gathering, maybe, 
and you get real food, like cooked food that I or Lawrence have have cooked, like that we don't give that to everybody. We don't like dole out home cooked meals. We don't have fucking dinner parties at our house. So for you to get the food is a lot. For you to demand a real plate, okay, you don't need to come back. Because the quality of the food doesn't fucking... Like, the quality... I could give you filet mignon on a fucking paper plate. If that shit is good, it's good. Would you, like, if you go over to somebody's house and they gave you food on a paper plate, are you, uh... I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck I look like. Whatever you serve me on, you serve me on. I ain't even right. got your hands. Like, what the fuck? Right. Unless it's your fucking hand, then, yeah, no. Nigga, I'm not coming back. You pot, you cook the food in, I'm gonna still eat the shit. <laughs> With a fork and yeah, a pot? Yeah, give me a fork and a pot. I'm... <laughs> Like, this is what we doing? All right, pass it all on. Right, all right, I, This is a little weird, but all right. Yeah, you know, it's awkward, but look, I'm eat this shit. I'll fuck this shit up, get my share. Like, I don't understand. Like, we have had the plate debate before. I don't get, I don't get the obsession with worrying about what your food is on. I'm more worried about what the food tastes like. That's what I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. Now, if I had a, I don't know if you remember that old school rap song. It was like, if you go see your friend's house and the chicken tastes like wood. I don't want that situation. <laughs> but I'm perfectly okay with paper plates. And the food is good. Not to mention, sometimes paper slash plastic plates be nice as fuck. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. Um, and it doesn't seem like you're worried about this either. But it has, like, had a viral moment. On the internet, like lately. Really? Yeah. Somewhere. I, I feel like this <laughs> type of shit. I feel like Kwame Brown be concerned with. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Like no, like in recent days, it's been like, like I I did not make that quote up. Like somebody was like, if you serve me food on a paper plate, I'm not coming back to your house. And I kind of felt like it wasn't even coming from a boyfriend-girlfriend place. It was coming from, like, a friend place. A friend place. Like, if your friend came to your house and you served it. Like, I'm not even worried. Like, well, you're you. not worried about your friends eating. No, I'm <laughs> I love you. Like, I'm not even that concerned about giving you an actual plate. Like, oh, because you, you know me. Like... I there was a there was a meme that was like 
Bruh, if I could get paper fucking pots, that would I would use that shit. I don't like washing fucking dishes. Like if 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 I could cook I and throw the shit away. With no proof. Like if 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 I could not have to wash any dishes, I would choose that. Like I would choose that. So it's like I said, I'm more worried about what does the food taste like? If the food is nasty, then I'm, I might not eat your food again. But if the food is okay, the food is good on a paper plate, bitch. Oh, you you got them paper plates just like I got them paper plates? Yeah, yeah. Bruh, I'm, I'm about we, to throw, that, throw this one paper plate <laughs> I got in the trash and get another one. I promise, I promise we ran out of paper plates that we use in the house. Not even just company. Like, we use for us when we're eating dinner. We ran out of paper plates and we had to go and get more because I, I despise washing dishes. Fuck around, go eat out. We can order Postmates for you. Order use an actual place. I'm not gonna say it's that bad. <laughs> hey, no, nah, we've done that before though. Like, I don't want to wash dishes. I don't want to wash dishes. We go, we we'll go out to eat like fuck it. But I'm, I'm not about to be mad at a paper plate. Um, but thank the Lord we're on the same page, cause you know, like. Well, I will say, like, my dad, he doesn't like paper plates. Now, worst case scenario, there's nothing else. He definitely will eat off a paper plate. Or if he goes to other people's houses and, you know, he's not about to create dishes for other people. However, if you pull out a real plate for his ass, he will definitely take it. Um, But when he is at his own house... He will not use a paper plate. But that's his prerogative at his house. Because he's partially responsible for the dishes. That bought them shits for me, though. <laughs> 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 it's like, shit. <laughs> I bought these shits. I'm going to use these. He's partially responsible for the dishes. And I, I, he, my dad washes dishes. Like, he does. So I like he's not the only one in the house that washes dishes. That's why I said partially. But he likes a real plate. But are, I will they, say this: you, know, you can't get more food on there. Right? Exactly. No. This this is the point that I was about to make. He likes real plates because they're bigger than paper plates, and he likes to have more food on his plate. Yeah, I, and I totally that's one thing I totally get because I'm like. I hate having to get up. I can only fit so much or I got to bring two paper plates to the <laughs> table. Now I'm looking like a total dick like ain't nobody else going to eat. <laughs> <laughs> you got two plates. Nobody got one. Yeah, I got two plates and I get up for seconds like, no, this is the same plate. <laughs> like, yeah. this, is the same, this is the same serving. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad we're on the same page as far as plates because... No, I will say this too. You you wash dishes as well. You're not you're not one of those people who believes that 
it's above you to wash dishes. Um, last thing I wanted to talk about. I don't know how well this conversation is going to go. I don't know how this conversation is going to go. I just know that, um, this is something that we might have a, a, a slight bit of, uh, experience in. <laughs> so, um, when you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. you want things to go like peachy keen. You want things to be amazing and great. Mm-hmm. Off jump. Without much work. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, just real life, shit requires work. Mm-hmm. And part of that work is uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. <laughs> um, how, how do you handle uncomfortable conversations? <sighs> when it's like some shit that you didn't even think about talking about or you don't even want to talk about and it's I'm not gonna say inevitable but you have to talk about it like there's not much choice like we gotta either we not gonna work or we hash this out. And you gotta make that decision about like, nah, I'm too uncomfortable with this conversation. Or okay, like shit. I don't necessarily wanna have this conversation. However, we're here now. Um, so let's talk about it. I ain't gonna lie, like I say it's a not the easiest thing especially like like unless you're just a blunt ass motherfucker that just don't give a fuck and you like diving you just like diving into some shit and you don't care about the results or how someone may feel or what you're gonna or what the like I said the results or how the other person that you're talking to (laughs) the other person you're talking to may feel about that situation. Um, Like, to me, it's not easy. It's easy. It's the easiest when you don't give a fuck about what you... What's being said. What's being said. Or, or how it's being perceived. Or how, yeah, how it's being perceived. Um, As far as something that, you know, me personally, you don't want to talk about. And I will say, like, till recently, like, you don't, you don't take into the account of how it looks when you don't necessarily want to talk about the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, in that point, in that time and space, you kind of think about <laughs> you. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you're thinking about you, you're not totally, you know, taking in the full gravity of, like, not just being like, let me just get out in front of this. Yeah. 
it, it, you don't you don't take that full gravity on like even though you probably did that shit in some other situation, but you know here it is like you know it's something you might feel like it's just like I I don't know what what's about to be said and, and that's part of the uncomfortability yeah and like and like I don't know what's about to be said I don't know how it's gonna sound I mean I, and then like it'd be some like I don't want to hear her say some shit like this. <laughs> Really? Yeah, yeah, like, like that's sh- that shit. Like you know, you know, you do like more thinking about it. Is like, it's more in depth shit that. It, I will say it go, that, that comes that, out of nowhere. It'd be like, fuck, that is that part of it is is part of the reason where like when you're saying I don't want to hear this, that is um, for me personally, I have. I still say the words. However, I the worst words to hear are "We need to talk." Oh <laughs> like, Those are the hit, worst. Your stomach hit the floor like somebody just died for a hot second. Like, right? Hold on, it's so not that big. I feel like "We need to talk" needs to be followed up very quickly with what we need to talk about. Yes. That's why I hate this. That's why I hate seeing this shit in text. Yeah. So I'm like, I need that shit to follow up immediately. So I, you know, I'm not gonna say girls mainly do this, or I'm not gonna say anybody. But in the past, Joy, not girls, not other people. Joy has been like, we need to talk later. That shit is in. It, that's agonizing. It is. You know. Look. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't, it ain't too many people you gonna say that to. So. Well, you no, say that to me. It's definitely you. It's. A, you, I mean, look. You might. You might hear like a family member up or some shit like that. But like you say that shit to me, I'm like, fuck. Let's just jump into it because I don't. Right. I don't want to sit here and agonize like. Like my day. Will be I'm, ruined. It's ruined. <laughs> it's ruined. All the way up until we actually talk, if you don't tell me. And then we talk, it's only going to get that much worse if it's yeah. something that bad. It's like, yeah. I'm like, come on, let's just. And it's funny, like, I never thought, I never thought like this back in the day. It was like, it's like almost like you get in trouble at school and it's like, you know, you talk to your parents on the phone and it'd be like, and you, know, you got to think about it like, damn. Rest of the day, like this ass whooping is coming. It's coming, and it's like you get. It's like this shit happened at like if you get out of school at three at three p.m. and this shit happened at at fucking two fifty five. The next five minutes is about to be hell. Like, like fuck. Like, yeah, that's how I try not to like with. I I will say like for me, uh oh, this, it might not be the best. And I do like my relationships that I have with other people. But I don't have too many of those moments with someone who I'm not married to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The we need to talk moments is reserved for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, you might see that as a bad thing. <laughs> but... I don't have too many of those moments with other people. Um, I mean, that's likewise. Right. So, I feel like even like our latest talk, it was like, hey, 
I feel like we need to talk about something. Are you ready now? Because we can have that conversation now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not stringing you along for hours. Because that builds anxiety. Anxiety, anger. <laughs> because what the fuck she want to talk about? Because What the like, fuck did I do now? I'm now I'm ready lie. to come back. Like, I'm ready to come back at that with, you know what I mean? And it's like... And then you sit there and, and it like, don't sometimes it don't even be that big a deal. Like no, not, hey, and I still get mad. Like we need to talk about what you want to do for your birthday. Like, <laughs> like but, nip, nip, right, but I I do I me as someone who is slightly self aware, I know how those words are triggering. So I try not to if it's a trivial situation. I'm going to try not to say those words for something that's not a big deal. Now, if it has to do with our relationship and some shit that we need to, I feel like we need to work out, yes, I'm going to say it. However, I'm going to give you the option. Let's talk about this right now. You might not like what's going to come out, what I'm going to say next. However, like, we're going to talk about it right now if you have the time. If you're busy, that's on you. <laughs> that, right. I mean, look, either, either it's that or I'm okay with, look, something I got to say. And then you, like, once I hit you with the, okay, shoot. Now, yeah. look, go, 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 go for it. Cause at this point, like, all right, I'm may not be able to respond like I want to, but I'm listening. But and then I feel like part of part of it for you is even if I can't respond as fast as I want to, or as often as I want to, at least I know what the issue is. <laughs> at yeah. least. At least I can formulate my response based on what the fuck you feel is wrong. Because sometimes that's what it is in a relationship. It's not necessarily what everybody thinks is wrong. It might just be a perception situation or I saw things. No, that's still a perception. I saw things different than how you saw it. And I, I have a problem that you might not necessarily have a problem. Um, but even still, like, within a relationship, at some point in the relationship, you're going to have uncomfortable conversations, whether it's something you've done or you didn't even know it was a problem, but somebody felt a way about some shit. Um, my question right now is, like, how do you handle that? Like, how do you approach the situation where somebody is like, hey, we need to talk. This may be uncomfortable for you. I mean, now that I'm older and, you know, been through some shit, you you have to... The only way to come out successful from this shit, not to say that... Not saying successful means like you're going to come out scot-free feeling like 
you know. I won. You won, won something, but even when, in the end, like, after I said, like, you kind of have to just, you have to grow an open mind. Yeah. And be receptive to what's coming. Like, you have to hear, you really have to hear, like, it's always like being a, a judge and a lawyer at the same time. Like, you have to hear what's being said to you. And then you got to be like, you know, you determine what's the facts, you know, or what's the not facts, but the truth in her eyes. Like, and then you have to. Not necessarily not. Well, yeah, not facts. But a lot of times these conversations have to do with feelings. All right. But I'm saying, but the feelings come from facts that you feel are true. Mm hmm. In your eyes, but it's not. It might not necessarily be facts, but it feel like facts to you. Yeah, you're right. So that's what I mean. Like you have to determine, like you know, what's the facts, what you feel is facts. Then you feel like, then you have to be like, okay, what's my role in? What's happening? What's like? Did I like? Did I do this? Mm-hmm. Did I? What did I do to lead her to this? Mm-hmm. You know, what did it, what is it that I'm currently doing? Like, you have to just take to account, like, you know, like, like, it might have been, like, the simplest thing, but it just, like, that one time it didn't. Didn't go well. It just didn't go well. And then it'd be like, you didn't think nothing of it. Yeah. But that shit lingers with you. And it's like, all right. Like, but shit. you. <laughs> I said, that shit lingering in. Like, next thing you know, you're talking about some shit that you don't even remember. Or you're not thinking about, yeah. but it's something. Yeah. But you have, like I say, you have to be open to like what, like all part. Like you know, they said there's three sides to every story. Like you yours, have to, theirs, and the truth. You have to open yourself up to all three sides. Like yeah, you, you really have to open yourself up to theirs. And not That's get only defensive. Yeah, not and not be defensive. I used to get defensive. Yeah. And like you have to just like just take that shit, take that shit on the chin, eat that shit. And even even if you're the person bringing the issue, I don't want to say problem, but like the issue. Even if you're the person saying, "Hey, we need to talk," because there have been times when just in our relationship, I've been like, "We need to talk." I feel this, that, and the third. And you was like, but I've done this, and I've done that, and I've done this. And I was like, oh, shit. You right. I wasn't giving you credit for that. But you right. Like, my bad. I see things in a different way. Like, you have to be open from both sides. You can't just be like, my way or the highway. That shit ain't never going to work because you're going to end up on the highway by your fucking self. <laughs> like, it's part, I feel like this, that's part of like human growth. Like you have yeah. to, like your, your, your mind frame has to kind of somewhat evolve on the daily. Like you have to be better about just thinking about how you see shit or right. how you uh, det- interpret shit. Like, you have, you really got to, like, you have to. Interpreting shit is a big fucking thing. Like I say, uh, like, daily, like, shit, like, 
And this is something I've, I've been feeling like for a while. Like, just daily growth is some shit that you really need to be on because, like, it not benefits you, but it benefits people around you. Like, yeah. That's like that's like my shit that I kind of I try to be on. Like I don't I don't succeed every day, but I mean a lot of not, people don't. Not people don't <laughs> but as long as like the fact that you're thinking about it is admirable. Admir ad admir. I wasn't gonna try to say it. I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, guys, but yeah, like I. Well, in our relationship, more times than not, I'm the one being like, we need to talk. <coughs> um, I say, I, I say, usually I'm the one that's, when, I mean, not blah, 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 blah. I can't get words out now. But I didn't like know what either, point you were trying to make. I don't either. But either way, she's the one you know say I need to talk. Usually I'm the one to be like, fuck. He does every every single time, I'm not gonna lie, I know this. Every single time, if I even if I say the words we need to talk, if I say anything close to alluding <laughs> to we need to talk, he uh, immediately is like, fuck. What the fuck did I do? Right, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's just timing. It's just like so. Then you hold it. I'm like stomach dropping with those, as long as you holding the soul. Now I see my stomach feel like it's in my balls, and like I got pee low key, and it's like shit. But it's like it don't. It, and it's like. I don't know why. Like you can't. Maybe that might just be a male thing. Mm-hmm. Like for some reason, you just kind of just feel like something always coming. But you're. I can't all like I know you mm-hmm. very well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just can't prepare for how your mind works. Yeah, and I have to just catch it in the moment. Is like. Okay, this is how she's operating. This is yeah. how she's thinking today. Because <laughs> I admit, like it's it, it it can be different from day to day. It can, just me personally. I don't speak for all women, but it can be different from one day. I might be totally fine. The next day, everything that I have ever thought about within the last three <laughs> four months might come rushing in. That's just me. Yeah. I mean, it, it's something that I am trying to work on. <coughs> uh, but like I say, you don't. But it also is like you have to understand who you talk to. I, like sometimes you, you know you might like if you know someone might in, like internalize sometimes or just keep it. Yeah. And you just have to. Kind of just like I said, you have to be receptive to the mind frame, like where it's coming from, why what is said, you know, why you feel like you know. I try to stay, I try to be in tune, you know, 
this is just me, but I try to be in tune with her. Sometimes even when, like, you know, you don't know what it is, but you'd be like, she's thinking about something. I don't know what it is. But, like, no point in poking now. Somewhere down the line, it's going to come. The problem is it might come a couple weeks, tomorrow, two months. I mean, it may not come when you want it. It just may not come when you want it. <laughs> Bruh. But, but it's I, right. I, I've tried to be better about, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm not, I haven't figured it all out. I definitely still need to work on this particular area. But I try to be better about, like, not letting things fester. And, like, waiting until it's a full-blown problem in my head before I even say anything. Because I had that bad, I had that really bad, like, it was a full-blown, I got an issue with you. And I ain't never even told you. A smidget of the issue that I have. Now you got to deal with a fucking mountain. (laughs) Before, you know, I even brought it to your attention. Like, I tried not to do that. Um, But the part of the point that I wanted to make is uncomfortable conversations are not only uncomfortable to the person that the conversation is being brought to, but it sometimes is uncomfortable to the person that has to broach the conversation. You know what I mean? No, like that's, that's, that's I, it's it's working through shit can be uncomfortable from both sides. It's like I have an issue. I don't know how to number one, articulate my issue. That's my thing. And I feel like I've said this before. Like, I need to process some shit. And part of my process is trying to figure out the words that I need to say to make you understand. And not necessarily just you. But to make you understand what I really mean. Yeah. So, I could be like... I'm not happy. That serves neither one of us for me to just be like, I'm unhappy. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I need to figure out I'm unhappy. First, I need to figure out that I am unhappy. Not, I will say this. <laughs> I'm just speaking in general terms. I am in, like, I'm very happy right now in my life. In my relationship, uh, I do have, like, internal issues that I need to work out. But in the general sense, I'm happy. This is just an example. Um, But it serves no one to be like, I'm unhappy, period. Without expounding on why. What's going on. How can we attempt to, to fix this? That doesn't help anybody just be like, nah, I'm not happy right now. Mm-hmm. Well, what? why are you unhappy? What can I do to make you more happy? Like, 
is there anything that I can do to fix this? What yeah. can you do to fix this? Like, no, that doesn't help anybody. Nah, bitch, I'm not. I'm not happy right now. Like, that's the thing. Like, cause like if you, in turn, like let's shit stack up instead of like handling shit like a problem as it arises. Yeah. Or nah, a problem. I'm about to say one or two at a time. Fuck it. A problem as it arises. One. We only got time for one right yeah. now. <laughs> we only have energy for the one. Like you got another problem, bring it up like, as a separate, like, uh, separate time. Like you really gotta just open yourself up. Like I told, it's funny because I I had to use my own shit for me. Because mm. at work, I tell people you probably heard me say this shit, but like the newer folks, I've been at my job for a while, so yeah. people ask me, and it's and recently. I got pulled, I had ended up on a bus with a, like a bunch, like a trainer that I used to work with, mm-hmm. but she, like now she works with like training, so she trains the newer, the new hot people that newly get hired, mm-hmm. and so I was in, I ended up on the bus, and I was talking, I was talking to her, and she was with the new hires, and we were talking, whatever, and the new hire asked me like, what's your, uh, do you have any advice for me, like, you know, how to... <laughs> And I was like, I, mean, I ain't gonna lie, I, I know, I, I, I don't know, I, I say this shit, be like, look, you don't want to hear that shit from me, but I, I sometimes I, I have solid advice, mm-hmm. but I told people, I told her like, look, be uncomfortable being, be comfortable being uncomfortable, and that was like, that was the shit that I used for my job, like. But that's like real shit for that, life. That's real shit for life. Like I use that shit for my job. Once I did that shit on my job, it was like, all right, you know, you you handled you you knew your built you you become more built to handle yeah the the wildest of situations out of nowhere. And and like and like I said, I wasn't the best of the best at communicating or even being like receptive. The certain shit, and then it's like, look, you realize you. I realize like I have to be, cause hell, Lord knows I ain't perfect. So it's like I have to uh, be. I have to open myself up to hear the shit that I don't want to hear. To you know to to uh, comprehend or what's the word you just said. Process. There uh-huh. we go. To process properly the mm-hmm. shit that you're not really trying to hear, because mm-hmm. like it's not coming out of nowhere. Like, right. cause like, like men might say women is crazy, but like the shit comes from somewhere. Yeah. Like, now yeah. It, it it might not always be rational. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. But it you, might not always be rational. Exactly. But you have to. You yeah. have to be able to handle the rational, irrational, and a rational state. Yeah. That way, it's like some shit that's irrational don't turn, don't lead to something that's worse. Something that's worse. You know, and that's the shit you don't use. You just don't. Right. That's the shit. That, that's the shit. Like, fuck it is. That's the shit that 
like unsuccessfulness is built off of like right. not being able to process, and right. that's and I, I will say just unsuccessful relationships, but not just and being successful. Period. period. Yeah. Like, cause you can't you can't handle criticism or you can't handle, you know, being told you're not doing this for me or you're not you're not performing well in whatever situation, whatever that, realm it is, yeah, wherever, yeah, whatever realm it may be. Which is like that's why I said you have to you have to be open to improvement or just open to uh criticism. Yeah. Open to criticism and using that shit in the right way. Now, if 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 somebody is like just making shit up, that's one thing. Yeah. Right? That's one thing. Like if if I was like you ain't never home <coughs> and you're always fucking home <laughs> like what? I'm here. Like, what do you mean? Um, but then it's like, you ain't never home, and then you're home, but she feel like you ain't never home. Then no, it's like, are you spending time with her? She's she gonna come from, like, something's gonna, something's gonna, if you're yeah. listening to it right, something's gonna yeah. pop in your head. And that's, that's another thing, like, Part of it is interpretation, right? If you can hear... Now, I'm big on what you said. I also uh, interpret (laughs) a lot of what people say. However, like, what you said was, you're never home. However... I have this chart of all the times that I've been home and all the times that, like, I've been here that, like, my logical mind is like, you know, that's, you know, you can't say I'm never... Also, with even uncomfortable conversations, which, uh, truth moment, I do have to work on this because a lot of people like to use, uh... Always and never. And that's not necessarily the case. Most times. Like someone doesn't always do something. Or they don't. Someone doesn't always never do something. You know what I mean? Um, You have to. Especially with relationships. You have to give people that. um, For lack of a better word. Like you got to give people that credit. When they, you know, like you can't discredit everything. You have to give them that credit to be like, yeah, you, you're right. Like you were here, you know, granted you might've been here watching basketball games, but I can't be like, you ain't never home. And you was like, bruh, I've been here the last five days. In the living room watching these games. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just on like a purely what was said basis. Yeah, nah, you dig deeper than it's like you're it, not home. In 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 relationships, even like platonic family relationships, like you do have to dig a little bit deeper because it is like, you know, what was like the perception, what was felt, the feelings around what is being said right now but I um when it comes to like uncomfortable 
conversations on both sides. You have to be open to what the person, what the other person is saying. Like, truth be told, like, we had a conversation a while ago. And I was like, you ain't never, you da 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 And you was like, but what about this? And what about this? And I've done this and I've done that. And I was like, shit. I didn't think about it that way. So you got to be open on both sides of the conversation. Like, I came to you with, with what I felt like was a problem. And you was like, I know that you see this as a problem. And I've been trying to work on this area by doing X, Y, and Z. And I was like, and truth be told, I was like, I didn't think about when you did X, Y, and Z as you were trying to rectify this problem. Now I have a different mindset of when you do X, Y, and Z. You take it. Take your shit. My shit hold on. Guys, I need a new phone. <laughs> my shit hold on a little longer. I need a new phone, guys. My my bad. Merlin. That's too interesting. And right, and right out what we got left. <laughs> but, like, on both sides, you got to be willing to listen. That's a big part of uncomfortable conversations. You have to be willing. You have to be willing to listen to what the other person is saying and not just arguing for argument's sake. Like, if you come to somebody with a problem and you're really trying to work it out, you have to, like, listen to what they're saying and see their point of view as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. Now, you, you get older, like, or not older, as you you mature. Yeah. Depending on where you're at in life. Some people get you, older and they don't mature. Yeah, you wanna you wanna find meaningful solutions to whatever problem it may be. Yeah. And like I wasn't like I, I wasn't always I might look for the solution in the short term, not knowingly. Yeah. But it's like, nah, you really need to find like meaningful solutions where it's like you won't always nip it in the bud, but right then improvement, <laughs> like right then, but improvement over time is better than no improvement at all. You're definitely right about that. Like that shit, that shit will go a long way. Cause at some point, you know, if you keep getting better at some point, you're going to get it right. Yeah. Whereas like it shit won't be an issue or shit might, it won't like, won't come up. Mm-hmm. Not never, but it won't come up as often or. It'd be less of a reason why it's you know why it's half why that conversation's being had. Yeah. And I I me personally, I'm not speaking for nobody else. <laughs> I try to not have the same conversation twice. I mean I gotta lie. Especially lot. if there is improvement. You know, you say, you know, an uh, update, or like you say, a check-in is always good. Yeah. 
you know, just to see, like, you know, things got better. And, you know, just knowing that it's going in the right direction. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. It's satisfying. Yeah. It's good because, like, you know, like, it's not, it's not, it may not be where you want it to be, but it, you know. It's better than it was. Better than what it was. And you know that you're not on the decline. It's, it's just going, it's going better. Yeah. Or it's like, it's, it's steady, but, you know, at the, some point, you know, it, if you know things get be. If both people recognize things can be better, then, you know, it's just, that's all, that's a win in itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. No, look at this. <laughs> oh, be quiet. What'd you say? I said be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, we've, honestly, we've had multiple uncomfortable conversations mm-hmm. and like I said it's it, it it's not it might be more uncomfortable on one side than the other but it's still uncomfortable for everybody at least in our situation because of how I am how you are it's still like eh, I want to say something but I don't know how this is going to be received I want to make it, I want to fix it. However, I don't know how it's going to be fixed. You know what I mean? So, for me, like, uncomfortable conversations are always, like, gut-wrenching for me. Because I don't, like, I don't like awkward situations. I don't like confrontation. Um... I will engage in a debate, but I don't necessarily see those as, like, confrontations. Hey, you know what I mean? Like, if it's some shit, we can debate some shit. I can debate with the best of them. Um, but when it comes to, like, <coughs> interpersonal relations, like, my relationships, uh, I don't necessarily want to talk about this right now. But I know that if we don't talk about it, we're going to stay in this same place. Yeah, uh, you don't want to sit in the same place. Even if it's like, if nothing is resolved, at least you know both people are thinking. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah, and then we can we can table this for now, and revisit this later. If if no improvement, not not no improvement, but at at least both of us know there's an issue. Yeah, that's look. Being on the same page is a start. So yeah, and knowing can, that there's a problem, that's a start. And we can work to finding the solution. We can work towards, and and it's not because I do feel like society like shows that women have the issue more than men. And that it's up to the men to make it work or fix it. But that's not necessarily true. You know what I mean? Like, if I have an issue with you in our relationship, it's not only up to you to fix it. Mm-hmm. Like, there has to be compromise to say, you're going to do this part to try to rectify the situation. At the same time, I'm gonna do this other part to try to rectify the situation, mm-hmm. because if if I'm feeling the way, 
It's not up to you to just make me feel better all the time. Yeah. Like, both of us, I am of the mindset that it's, like, wow, I don't mind the saying happy wife, happy life, but it's really happy, happy spouse, happy house. You know, like, everybody needs to be happy. Yeah. Everybody needs to feel fulfilled in this relationship. Everybody needs to feel like they're getting something out of it. They're getting what they need. And if, even if I'm the one that has the issue, there's part of me that needs to work to make sure the issue is resolved. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all. That's, That's it. All That's all. <laughs> Yeah. Like I wish relationships worked where everything is great all the time. We never have to work. Like, but that's that's right. not that's not the reality. Yeah, right. Niggas wish it was an instant fix button. Bruh, like not just guys. Women, like if not all women, I'm just only gonna speak for me. If there was a button that I could push and we never have to have another awkward conversation in our life. Of course I'm going to push that shit. But that doesn't exist. So a lot of times we have to have those e-conversations yeah, where even like we have to have those conversations where at the end of it, we might not like each other. But we both know where we're at, and that's a stepping stone. Yeah, it's a start. Yeah, because we've definitely had, like, me and you have definitely had those conversations where it's like, fuck you, and fuck you, (laughs) you know? But those conversations, I'm not going to say, like, you have to have trouble and strife and, like, all this shit to make a good relationship. But those conversations make you better mm-hmm. as a partnership, as a, like, in, like, as a relationship. Yeah, man, you can't just be ready to be, like, some shit happening. You can't just be ready to be, like, ejecto cito cuz. Because you're going to always do that. Yeah, that's... And then the next thing you know, it's a wrap. There's going to be one time, only one more time that you can just bail out on the situation. And yeah. Next thing you know, yeah. you're by yourself. Yeah. Straight up. I didn't have to say that like that. But. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? Um, Last thoughts. You guys looking for a bouncer. <laughs> Devil's still not welcome here. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. That was strong. Sorry, I said I apologize. No worries. You apologize. <laughs> but it's late. As it's a late night. This is a late night episode. Bruh. We said I I I, I told you like this is late night vibes right here. So. Me too. I said late night time. Um but as always, if you have questions or comments, again, as always, we can 
care less about your concerns. <laughs> it, got uh, to, it, it got to the point. I said, let's, let me just go ahead and just grab this hoop. Uh, as always, if you have questions or comments, email us at whataboutuspodcast at gmail.com. Um, follow us on Instagram, whataboutus underscore pod. Uh, you, <laughs> I was about to be like, do you want people to follow you on your personal Instagram? Um, always. Sure, go ahead. I don't know who it is. It's the, well, nah, not the. The. But, no, no, I ain't got the in my name. Oh. But it's Jug, uh, not music. Sure. Don't follow me on my personal Instagram because I've been getting all kinds of like requests from people that Bitcoin Forex traders. I don't mm -mm, guys. Just look. Try to look normal. Right. Try to look normal. (laughs) I ain't gonna lie. It's hard enough for me just because of my name Juggernaut Music. People be thinking I'm a Random ass spamming, uh, spamming music page. I'm like, nah, it's just me. I just call myself that. You know, I feel like juggernaut and I like music. Yeah. Um, but yeah, follow us on Instagram. Uh, email us at whataboutuspodcast at gmail.com. Um, this has been a long ass episode. No, nah, it's, it's not bad. Oh, right. If you made it all the way to the end... Put put what's the what's the devil emoji, the devil with a smile. Yeah, devil with a smile. Put the emoji. Hey, you never know. I might if you put an emoji, I might uh kick you some freebies. Yeah, devil with a smile, and then the yeah, I just said devil with a smile. I don't want to add nothing else. Um, but until next time, thank you for rocking with us for season three. We are in the middle of season three. Hey. Um, yep. We love you guys. We hope to see y'all next time. Just so you know, if the Lord say the same, uh, we will be recording the next episode will be the birthday edition for one and only Lawrence. He's turning really old. Um, <laughs> He gave me the side eye and the end all no, side eyes. Have to talk. No. <laughs> <laughs> Comfortable conversation. But yeah, the next episode will be the birthday episode because my bad his birthday is coming up. Yeah. It's here. Yeah. I'm excited. Um hopefully we get the shit done that we wanna get done. <laughs> yeah, I'm still thinking this up. Um but until next time, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We will see y'all, or y'all will hear us again. Bye. Mm-hmm.